Isaiah chapter 12 says, With joy we will draw water from the wells of salvation. May the Holy Spirit restore to our lives a thirst that can only be quenched in the blessings found from God. Amen. You may be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, many of you already know that your body is made up of roughly 70% water. But did you know that when your body loses just 2% of that water, the brain signals a thirst to replace that lost water? At a 5 or 6% loss of water, you could encounter a headache or a groggy sensation making you unresponsive to certain stimulus. And a 15% loss of water can even be fatal. And that's why when we experience things like the flu or other sicknesses where we can become quickly dehydrated, it becomes a very serious condition. True thirst is a miserable, life-threatening experience. But you and I, in this country, we are so accustomed to being able to quench our thirst by simply taking a few steps to a faucet, a refrigerator, or a drinking fountain, And we take quenching thirst for granted. And when we think of thirst quenching, we have so many options out there that are available to us. We have so many different companies that are vying for our thirst only to be quenched by what they have to offer us. But the blessing of true thirst is finding that hydration. And so that's why we are so blessed by God to be created in such a way that we have this thirst signal that alerts us to seek out a hydration source to meet the need that our body has. But I read this week that the older we get, the less sensitive our bodies get to this need, which puts one at danger of being dehydrated without even knowing it. And there's an obvious analogy there that we shouldn't miss here. In the course of our daily lives, water is essential. It quenches like nothing else can. But in the course of our spiritual lives, living water is essential. It's exactly what our souls are thirsting for. But here's the deal. No one's going to lead you to it and force you to drink from it. God has given us the Holy Spirit to signal a thirst that can only be quenched with the spirit and truth that is drawn from the wells of salvation, word, and sacrament. But in our sinful flesh, with all the available options vying to quench this thirst, we can be very quickly in danger of spiritual dehydration. As believers in Jesus, we are blessed with a thirst that can only be quenched in him. Paul really could have put it this way. While we were not even thirsting for the blessings in Christ, he was thirsting for our soul to save us and to restore a right relationship with him that was destroyed by sin. You see, as sinners, we often suffer from a lack of thirst for the God who thirsts for us. Or we suffer for a thirst for things that cannot and will not ever truly satisfy. Jesus approached the woman at the well with a thirst for her soul. 
Do you know this Jesus? Jesus approached her with a thirst. He turned the conversation from the mundane, a drink of water, to something spiritual. If you knew the gift of God and who it is saying to you, give me a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. We knew this Jesus who doesn't turn away from us in our sinfulness, who doesn't shun us because of our sinful past, whose entire ministry is to meet our needs of body and soul. If we only knew this Jesus, wouldn't our lives reflect the thirst that he has for us? His thirst led him to the cross where he would die for the sin of the world to save us. On the way to Calvary's cross, he's gotten thirsty and he's stopped by the well. He needs and asks for a drink of water because he's taken on vulnerable flesh. And in order to redeem this woman and us and the whole world, that's what he had to do. To take on our flesh. But while his body requires H2O, he's actually there to give her a greater gift. As he thirsts for her soul. A relationship that has been severed by sin. You see, he knew. He understood. He saw her sin and called it what it was. And he loved her anyways. He offered her hope. He gave her living water, the forgiveness of her sin, a new life in him, and the gift of eternal life. You know, so often when people talk about church, it's as if the church and being a believer is a drain on them to attend worship and Bible study more, to give more of their time or money, to serve more, to do more. Jesus came for the sole purpose to give us more than we could ever imagine with his thirst-quenching grace. We are called to live a life of continual drawing from the well of salvation. That's what we do when we come here. We draw from the well of salvation. We can never go to that well too often. And so this Lenten season, we get an opportunity to set our story straight. We hear once again how we have been and continue to be restored, refreshed, and renewed in Christ. We live in the midst of this postmodern, post-Christian culture where the story of Christ must be intentionally told, must be walked intentionally in the world as an eternally new, living, and unfolding story. Our lives are are ones of drawing from the well of salvation in Christ to which we can never draw too often, that never runs dry. And we can never get enough because in Christ, we find all that we need for both body and soul. He satisfies our thirst. Our thirst should only increase as we rejoice in the truth of how the blessings of Jesus alone satisfy us. But Jesus knows that far too often we treat him like a wishing well, where we come to draw from him only when we feel like we have a need. He knows that we treat him and his gifts as if they're one of many options to satisfy what we're thirsting for. And he does not tolerate our sin, but rather he, con- he confronts it. And he confronts it with the truth. 
He says, I am he. I am the one who saves. I am the one with the living water. The only one who forgives and satisfies all that you, all that you need, all that you will ever need. You see, only worshiping in spirit and truth will provide the thirst that provides a daily blessing for our lives. Worship is being blessed with and responding with the help of the Holy Spirit to God's offer of living water. The truth of salvation found in what God alone does through the perfect life, atoning death, and victorious resurrection of Jesus. It's daily confessing the words of the psalmist As the deer pants for water, so my soul longs for you, O God. God has blessed us with a thirst that is satisfied in him. His word has something to say to us. Only through the work of the Holy Spirit, through word and sacrament, will our thirst mature so that it it is only satisfied in him. Now we will still get our priorities messed up. We will make choices based on the flesh rather than the spirit, and we'll fail to speak and live by the truth of God. Jesus knows us, everything about us, even our failures. But what a blessing it is, then, that his thirst has become ours. The thirst that has been worked in our souls longs for God and seeks out God as the only source of reconciliation and peace. And then in great joy, we discover that love, forgiveness, and grace have already been given to us as a gift through the saving work of Christ himself. Our God-given thirst is an invitation to abundant life in him. If you go on past where our gospel lesson for today ends, it's a wonderful ending there. The people respond to the woman who told everyone about Jesus, saying, It is no longer because of what you said that we believe, for we have heard for ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. They had thirst. They were parched in sin, but now they are satisfied. And they know this Jesus is the one who gives living water in himself as the savior of the whole world. His thirst had become their thirst, a thirst for a relationship that will last forever. They thirst for the gift of salvation that can't be found anywhere else. So yes, brothers and sisters in Christ, true thirst is a matter of life and death. The thirst of our soul is also an intense life and death matter. And so may your life of faith boldly proclaim the story that our soul thirsts and is satisfied only in Christ, and that our souls long only for him. Amen.